What's up and welcome to another episode of How Not To Summon A Podcast. I'm Shinny Senpai and this week I'm joined by the man with his own type of explosion magic, Jim. Only a few select people have seen it. And that guy with a loyalty card to the succubus den, Grayson. Oh, fucking lifetime membership. <laughs> and this week we are finishing with episode 6 to 10 with an OVA that we'll mention, Konosuba. So we pick up where we left off with our headless horseman, Dullahan Verdia. He's turned up again. And it turns out that somebody has continued to blow up his castle. Kazuma is unaware that Megamine has taken it upon herself to continue to go down to his castle and attack it. Uh, with the assistance of Aqua, who's been carrying her back. Uh, her reason was that now she's had the thrill of blowing up something so big, n- no small thing will do it anymore. No, Can we talk about how We've all really... had that same experience. She... Can we talk <laughs> about how many... Something that thing big, where she sort of you don't want to go back. Gets the old wizard one between her legs and gives it a rub. <laughs> We've all been there. <laughs> Can we talk about how many adult sexual jokes there are in this... It's quite adult, Seriously. actually. Yeah, it's very, very much adult. so. It's quite adult with the jokes, very but, but it's so. just straight up adult jokes. It's just like only big people know what this means. Like this isn't a no- <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm not sure Jim what you mean. Jim doesn't know what it means. <laughs> no, I just want to know what you mean. It's only for big people. It's only for big people. For grown-ups. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> it was like big people. It's an adult show for adult people. <laughs> no wonder I've been so confused. <laughs> so. Aqua tries to silence Vadia by casting Turn Undead, which does seem to have an effect on him. It seems to hurt him, but doesn't kill him. He then turns uh, turns around and summons his undead army, who instantly sort of just flood towards Aqua to attack Aqua because she's a goddess and they think that his undead army are targeting her because they want redemption, help. Yeah, it seems like they're like running after her just to be like, "Hey, hey, listen to my problems." In I a need Scooby Doo chasing. Yeah, it is a Scooby Doo chasing. But she then leads them straight to everyone else, and yeah, yeah, in like a Scooby Doo chasing. Kazuma then sort of tunnels them all together so that Megamine can use her explosion spell to take out all of them and the Dullahan all at once. The Dullahan. The Dullahan. It's a good word. A, yeah, it is. There's a certain pleasure that comes with saying Dullahan. <laughs> there really is. <laughs> It doesn't kill Verdia, the Dullahan. The Dullahan. And Darkness takes it upon herself to try and one-on-one him. Um, there is, is there's what? that sick scene where she's flying through doing the sort of sword strikes, and then it's so sick when you watch you realise that she's missed every hit. She's and, broken every rock and around he stood, him. Though. He stood still. Yeah, but she broke every rock around him as well. She's excited, bless her. Leave her alone. Cast- Performance issues. <laughs> she also believes that he's purposely stripping away her armor bit by bit to expose her flesh which he's not he's not at all is he not <laughs> no because later he's on not. we find out some oh, other yeah, bits no, about the dude later on we do find out he's a bit of a perv so mm. in the end kazuma remembers i guess from his days of being a weeb that the undead are susceptible to water <clears throat> 
And also he witnessed... Are they? He is, witnessed that, is that canon in anything ever? I think it's because he witnessed earlier... Nobody likes a soggy zombie. Let <laughs> me tell you, I've seen Pirates of the Caribbean, and the undead in that have no problem with water. <laughs> they're skeletons. Is they're it, not zombies. Oh, okay. They're not doolahans. Yeah. They're, what's the definition of a zombie? Undead with skin. Yeah, it's got to have skin. No, it doesn't. It's just dead. No, because the it's undead. a skeleton. Yeah. Even in D and D, you either fight skeletons or you fight or, zombies. The zombies in D and D still have you can see their bones and stuff. Yeah, but the flesh got, is somewhat flesh. still attached, yeah. though, isn't it? They still got some flesh. They're super scary skeletons. Yeah. Super scary skeletons. Yeah. Like if the world was over, like flooded with skeletons, you'd be like, "These are skeletons." Skeleton. But if the, the world if, is if overflooded then... with skeletons, they're no, just I mean... inside people. <laughs> uh, yeah, but if people then started pulling themselves out the grave and they still had flesh attached, you'd be like, "Is that, oh, no, that zombie?" That's the defining difference, is it? It's the flesh. It, yeah, it's the it's flesh. The skin. It is. Hmm. Gotta be the okay, flesh. how would you define it then? Come on, then. you're shitting on our ideas the over here. walking the earth, that's the definition of a zombie. No, because, it, yeah, but then there's skeleton. I w- always want to go for, like, there, there's got to be, and that, it's got to be the definition. They're damaged between. by different means. Yeah. yeah. You can slash a zombie, but you have to bludgeon a skeleton. Yeah, you, you do. can't bludgeon bones. Of course you can bl- The first word so of that is bludge. Blood. No, bludgeoning is just, like, force damage. Yeah, yeah blunt. Yeah. Blunt force damage. You smash it. Yeah. You smash There's the nothing to bludgeon. It's a bow. It's, it's, it's a breaking. Okay, right. Welcome to this week's episode <laughs> of How Not to Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> anyway, Aqua uses her abilities to. Or is it through the means flood. that zombies can reproduce? Oh. Can they reproduce? No, they can't. They're not no, a zombie. I no, thought no, not in that manner. I mean, they, they can up their numbers. Skeletons can't transmit their skeletoniness to someone else and make a skeletoniness. Yeah, but zombies maybe. can make a skeleton more. Zombies. Or the way they died. Zombies are infected with disease. A skeleton, yeah. a ske- I'd say a skeleton then is a magical means and a, a zombie is not a magical means. I think no, it depends it on the a, way they're yeah, risen. A biological. A zombie way. would be a viral. Yeah. And a skeleton would yeah. be a magical then. Yes. Yeah, okay, we I can all agree on this. See, yes, I imagine... I agree we yeah. agree on this. Yeah. Raise cool. undead is skeletons. <laughs> right? I, agree. I agree with this. No, no raise undead... There's two, there's two different types. Yeah. You can either raise them as a skeleton or you can raise them as a zombie. Yeah, that's a necro's choice. Necromancers. Just yeah. Anyway. Too many choices. So, Aqua casts a flood. Hey, they fuck what they want to <laughs> fuck, all right? Aqua casts a flood and floods the entire landscape, including the town... Uh, this also demolishes part of the wall of the town as well, the sort of main gates. She weakens the Dullahan, and <laughs> Kazuma manages to steal his head, weakening him further. To we the all point... saw that, right? We <laughs> all saw that coming no, no. when he was like, ah, you can't steal I'm my sword. I'm pretty sure this was a metaphor. If, if someone's going to steal the most important thing on your body, it's your head, right? And the fucking one on your shoulders. <laughs> I'd rather they stole that one than my head head what's wrong with because you because then I'd be dead dead <laughs> <laughs> rather than just in agony bleeding dying yeah it's, there's a chance there's a chance <laughs> <laughs> anyway <laughs> they defeat the Dullahan uh, when Aquacas turn undead one more time while he's weakened and it works the next day when they're all celebrating Kazuma is given his reward which is 300 million Gold or whatever the currency is, Dullahans. and he's also Dullahans. <laughs> and then he's hit with the bill for the gate damage that is 340 million gold. So he's now 40 million in the hole, in the hole, even though he defeated one of the demon's generals. And we go into episode seven, needing now 
money because they're in debt. It picks up straight away with their debts. The group have to find a quest to try and pull themselves out of this hole. There's a moment or a scene in this where they look at a poster for the mobile fortress because it's in the area as like a prelude of what's to come. Instead, they pick up a quest where they have to go and kill a bunch of snow sprites. Sounds I can, real I can easy. Kill these things, by nah. the way. They're really cute. Sounds right? real easy, yeah, though. They're so cute. Why not? They're so cute. Why could you not kill them? Because they're cute. Look, I would capture them. I'd be there with my bug net. Money. <laughs> Hundred thousand gold per snow Each. sprite. Each. Strangely enough, though, no adventurers seem to go out during the winter, and Kazuma's told this is because it's cold, and you know they had a bit of reward from defeating the general, and none of them want to have any need to go out in the winter to, to adventure. They're all drinking. In That's the not actually the reason. So when they go out, we find out the reason. So when they go out hunting the snow sprites, unfortunately, they attract the attention of the Winter Shogun. It's a ninja, samurai guy. Uh, apparently, he came to be because a previous person summoned from Japan thought him up. So, so if you think it up hard right. enough, it becomes a living entity. There's a lot of things that could... That's a lot of power. Right? That's a lot of power that you could... Weave. That's if you a truly lot believe that it's real, it's real. So the group... Ackward quickly tells the group that they have to apologise to the Shogun because he is forgiving and he won't kill them if they apologise. Unfortunately for Kazuma, he doesn't drop his sword in time and suddenly something happens to him. Does he scare the Shogun? <laughs> He's not... And does the Shogun jump? He ends up back in the afterlife again with you're Goddess. Ah, you're welcome. Well, at least it wasn't a Shogun prop. <laughs> <laughs> he ends up in the afterlife where he meets Goddess Eris, who says that he's had a hard time, a hard run in with both lives, and he deserves a better life next. And she promises him he's going to be born into a wealthy family. He's going to live a happy life. He asks for... Uh, a stunning girl to be his best friend. I'm sure that's another one of his requests. Mm -hmm. uh, as well as like good looks, I think he asked for like charisma and the highest stats things. you can give me. Yeah, and she says I'll try and make that happen for you. But just as he's about to go, he realizes that he's crying because yeah, he's he recalling his time about it. Yeah, he recalls his time with his group, his party, Megamine, Darkness, and Aqua, and he's begins to cry and he realizes that he's actually really sad that he's died and that he's left because he even says like as much of a pain in the ass as they all were i i had fun i was enjoying my life as shitty as it was and then aqua uses her resurrection magic to bring him back <laughs> get the fuck back in here do you know what for for before we move on to episode eight for an episode it's gonna be a whole lot of nothing with this quest of killing snow sprites. Yep. I thought it was as well. And yet they hit you with what is arguably one of the most important moments in it. When he realizes he actually likes these people. Yeah. The one moment in it where I was like, this whole nothing of an episode really actually has so much importance because of when he realizes to himself that he likes them. Well, it's one of two episodes where his character actually becomes a character. Yeah. Because there are only, what, two moments where this happens. When he's not just moaning first constantly one about it. and him, this yeah. one. In between that ear, he's just moaning, yeah, constantly. Yeah, I, 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 I like that bit. Uh, we did find out, obviously, when he comes back, that he had his head chopped off. 
We've all been there. A- a- how what? did that? How did that get stuck back on? Aqua, Aqua has the ability to resurrect, so like he's never in danger. Yeah. Within reason. I thought that as well. Like after this point, I was like, so yeah, you can consequences. Just come back. Like I, I, if as soon as I knew that, I'd just be like, well, I'll just go and fight big monsters and then try and get big rewards. And if one kills me, Aqua will just bring me back. Unless why, you, why unless you're it? like. Beyond repair. Beyond repair. <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> your head like coming Digested completely. Disintegrated. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's, yeah. Maybe that goes too far. Uh, well, the only other thing I was thinking was that she's not supposed to resurrect him back in. Is she? Why? She's not supposed to resurrect uh, He's told back. that he's, by the other goddess, that he's not allowed to be resurrected back into the fantasy world because it's not his original world. Um, and then Seems Aqua's, like semantics to me. Yeah, that's what Aqua says. She's like that's semantics, and I won't have I won't have it. And if you don't let me resurrect him, I'll tell everyone your bra's padded. <laughs> and the other, the other goddess is like, oh god, go, just go. But do you think it would be a case of if they did it too much, somebody, one of the higher ups, one of the senior management would come down and go, no, you're not allowed to do that. Oh uh, yeah, it might be a yeah, it might be the fact that she can't keep resurrecting him. On oh, I'm sure in mm. season two this happens to him quite a bit. Are you serious? I'm pretty sure he dies quite often. That makes it bad for me. I'm pretty sure there's a scene in season two. That's what two, makes this show bad. There's, for you. A, there's a scene in season two where he falls out of a tree and breaks his neck and dies, and she brings him back. I'm pretty sure. Again, that's still quite funny. And I'm pretty sure. His death Actually, should only be stupid stuff like that, though. Like, he yeah. should win every major fight, but then he trips over a rock and bangs his yes. head or something. Oh, like the OVA. On the way back. Like the OVA. Well, oh, yeah. The yeah, way he died. Yeah, we'll get, we'll, I'll, we'll get I will summarize that. that. Uh, episode 8, Kazuma and Aqua go and visit a mag- magic shop run by uh, what we find out is a lich named Wiz. That is the best lich ever. I want this lich. <laughs> Wiz the lich. And she reveals to them that she's actually one of the Devil King's generals, but she's so unimportant that there's no bounty on her head because her only job is to keep a barrier that surrounds the Devil King's castle up that's her only job she doesn't kill people she doesn't do anything else she just works on a barrier in her spare time when she finds out that aqua's a goddess as well she talks about axis followers in their world (laughs) being the most insane delusional cultist people there are and the only reason the only goddess that they could ever worship must be insane as well and she pisses Aqua off. It's hilarious, that bit. Especially when uh, she discloses that she's one of the Demon King's followers. And she's like, I got her. This is going to be a huge reward for us. No reward. No reward. Wiz, Wiz teaches Kazuma a new skill. He asks her, he's like, you're a lich. You must have powerful magic, which is true about liches. Yep. And he's like, teach me a new skill. So she teaches him the drain touch skill. So you can remove power from one and pass it through you to another. And this totally will not be a, a key point later. It's the point, definitely isn't it? It's definitely got to be the not. point. Well, yeah, it is the point of this. Uh, we also found out they had brushed over the how they met Wiz. Uh, Wiz was met when they stumbled into a graveyard and she happened to be there and she was helping souls pass on. And So doing they, a good thing. Yeah, doing right? a good thing. But to keep her identity secret, they told her that she mustn't do that anymore. And so the Aqua will take on her responsibility of going to the graveyard every night and helping spirits pass on. That's really important later on as well. 
The group then take on a request to exercise spirits from an evil mansion. And this reminded me of Luigi's mansion. Yes, 100%. Yeah, 100%. 100%. They're promised by the owner of the mansion as well. Like, if you deal with this, if you do this for me, you can stay stay here here for the winter. Like, you're doing it. 100%. I was very disappointed. I had my vacuum pack on ready. Yeah, very disappointed. (laughs) I didn't get a. uh, Ghostbusters. Mario. Mario. (laughs) Mario. (laughs) Kazuma's not even bothered about the fact that it's a haunted mansion as well because he's like. I have an arch priest with me, or priestess with me. She'll deal with it. I haven't got to worry at all. Unfortunately for them, though, later that night, Kazuma and Megamine find themselves running from an army of the creepiest dolls you've ever seen. I did like the scene when he rolls over in bed and it's just there in the chair. Just looking. And he just rolls back over and he's like, Nope. I'm not dealing with this. <laughs> and, then my feel, and then he feels the weight on the bed and he's surrounded by dolls. I'm like, this is fine. This is fine. This is fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not moving. Jim does that anyway, but it's always action men and Barbies. <laughs> Ken dolls. There's a bit of uh, the fact that they both need to pee as well. That, that goes on throughout as well. I'll throw that in. Yeah, it's a bit weird. The following morning, it's after Aqua has dealt with what the spirits within the mansion she then reveals to them all that it might have been her fault in the first place oh this is when they go to collect the reward, the reward isn't it yeah and this like three hundred thousand gold or something and they're they're like oh yeah for some reason the graveyard they've just been moving from the graveyard to no, this house so the woman says some stupid idiot put a barrier up blocking all spirits from accessing the graveyard so instead of going there they just bounced off and went off to the mansion instead. Um, and Because Aqu- Aqua thought, I can't be asked to go to the graveyard every night. I'll block them and then hopefully they'll get bored and pass on on their own. Yeah. Um, or just leave. Yeah. So they don't take the reward. I love the fact that he's like, yeah, I don't have to tell you why we can't take this reward, right? And we're going to episode nine. Probably the best episode. I don't know. I did like the mansion. You like the mansion? I did one? like the mansion. I, I like I like the succubus episode. Oh yeah. Oh no, it's a good one. <laughs> this is a good episode. This is a solid episode. So we meet that, Ke- for <laughs> no other reason than the plot. We meet Keith and that, Dust. That plot. We meet Keith and Dust, i.e. Grayson and me. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> definitely, <laughs> definitely. I stand about like, slip down this alley when nobody's looking. <laughs> hey guys, what's going on? What are we doing here? Shh, not so loud. <laughs> Keith and Dust escort Kazuma to the Succubi Den. <sighs> it's a service provided by succubuses who have made a pact with adventurers so that adventurers don't kill them and they don't suck all the life force out of adventurers. They do this by giving adventurers erotic dreams as an exchange for a small bit of life vitality. That's still taking away your... Life, right? Well, Grace it depends on the rules. Or can vitality just be? I was going to say again, it depends on the rules of of what that is. Is if it they, more energy? I think, uh, yeah, magical I, energy. I think in this one it is to do with the energy of the soul and not like it's refillable. But, yeah. Like if you empty it, obviously you would die. But and the succubus don't actually have to do anything themselves. They just give you kinky dreams. Yeah. Well, the succubus have to be there when you dream. They, have to fill they out are form. on you, yeah. They suck it out of you, one way or another. 
while you dream. While you dream. You have to fill out a form. I'm okay with this. <laughs> yeah. you Seems two like a fair deal to me. This. And Seems you like are a looking gaunt. Deal. Gaunt. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best dream of my life. Been in there for weeks. Been in there for weeks. <laughs> no, they come in your house. They come to your home. Oh. Been in there for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> He's also told that in this order for. This is the best this... version of Hooters I've ever seen. <laughs> He's told that in order for his dreams to work, he's not allowed to consume too much alcohol because otherwise it could affect it. I want to know how some of those pants stay on because none of them are connected <laughs> sometimes. Oh, yeah, the outfits mm-hmm. of those succubuses mm-hmm. were... Choice. Choice. Yeah, but how are they staying on? No, 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 no. Some no. Of Don't question the prime rib. Just enjoy I'd it. I'd rather the illusion of not knowing. Yeah. <laughs> you liar. Double you fire. One, there was one succubus you could see that just had a string. Yeah. A string down the front. Yeah. <laughs> Good times. There are two types of anime fans. <laughs> hey, and hey, we are hey, all hey. on that side of the fence. Yeah, we are. We're, we're <laughs> all going to that. This, I am taking quests and going straight there. In <laughs> this particular I'm instance. I'm my reward now. I need, I've got some places to be. <laughs> Who needs food? <laughs> anyway, he gets home to the castle to find that. Uh, a luxurious crab meal has uh, been laid out before him, and the group start eating the crab with alcohol. And Kazuma stops himself, and he's like, "I've been told I can't consume alcohol." That's something they actually do in Japan, isn't it? Um, the crab shell, and then they put in yeah, pretend, I, sake like in there. Yeah, they do. Uh, we do that here. Don't they put sake with it? You yeah. eat, you yeah. eat crab out of the shell. No, here. no we're no, on about by combining like it with, it with the yeah. alcohol. Pouring oh, out the shell, okay. eating it up, and then having like warm sake with crab. Yeah. Oh, like drinking it out of yeah, the shell, yeah. like a miso. Mm. It's kind of like a miso soup. So you it? get the essence of crab in your in your sake vodka uh-huh. or whatever you have it with you. It's essentially vodka from rice. There's a moment in it where Kazuma sits there at the table and he goes, "What am I doing? I could just drink with my friends and have a great time, but everyone's having a good time." Is this dirty dream worth missing out on having this fun with We've my friends? all been in this dilemma, right? We've all been on a night out with the boys and we're like, no, nah, I've got a girl that's going to be I'm meeting up with later. <laughs> Sheenie had I this can't last drink night. too much. Sheenie had this last <laughs> and night. And then you get to that point where you're at tipsy and you're like, if I keep on drinking, I'm not going to be able to put out. But if <laughs> I keep on drinking, time. I could still drink. <laughs> well, Kazuma... It's a dilemma with all this. It's catch 22, this. you know. Uh, very briefly, stands up, says goodnight, and goes. <laughs> so, he made his choice. I'm surprised he didn't knock the table when he got up. He made his choice. <laughs> <laughs> he goes to take a bath because he can't sleep. His words were, I'm too horny to sleep right now. I need to go and relax. So he pours himself a, a he goes to the hot spring bath. And while in there, he falls asleep. He's awoken by the sound of some, someone entering the bathroom. That someone is darkness. He, unfortunately, believes that he is in the succubus dream at this moment because he remembers falling asleep in the baths. And his request was for an older, inexperienced, shy girl, is what he asked for. So he believes that it's aqua, that uh, uh, darkness. And he starts trying to order her to do things. Like chores, wash, like wash Just him. Just wash then, his back he, initially, and then <laughs> and he wants dry her me to with then, no towel. Yeah, dry her with <laughs> yes, hmm. dry me with no towel, 
Aqua, being the masochist she is, succumbs to his requests and starts to wash him. And then she goes to dry him with no towel. When suddenly they hear Aqua shout that she's caught someone. And it turns out that she's trapped a succubus there who was actually there to try and incite the dream that Kazuma had paid for. This Kazuma... Is, this is one of my favourite bits, this bit. Kazuma decides like... to stand his ground because he doesn't want to get caught out by the girls for hiring a succubus. Um, the succubus actually turns to him and is like, it's my fault for being caught. Let me die. Don't let them find out. <laughs> Don't protect me for your own sake. And he's like, no, I must do this. So he it's a man's duty to hold his ground. <laughs> <laughs> so the rest of the group beat him to pieces while the succubus escapes. And the episode ends with an alert going out across the town that the mobile fortress known as the Destroyer is on its way. And we go into the final episode, episode 10. Instead of leaving, Kazuma sort of rallies his little party together and goes, no, we've got to go to the Avengers Guild. We've, we've got a duty to protect the town. Let's go and see if we can do anything. When they get there, they find out that they're probably the most perfectly suited people for the job of taking down the fortress. Of course they are. Of course they are. With the help of Wiz. Well, they're going to piss on it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that might Wiz help. the lich. The lich. <laughs> So they I, lead the attack against that, the destroyer. On I love the fact that Aqua, by the way, before they were going to go... She was leaving. Yeah, she was packing up all her shit and She going. was like, there's nothing we can do, let's go. Yeah, but actually, again, he was still selfish in the reason why he was going to help. Because he turned around and was like, no way, we've just got this goddamn house, we're keeping it. Isn't it? That's the yeah, only no, reason. Yeah, yeah, he wants his mansion. Yeah. yeah. Wouldn't you? Yeah. Not if it's and against also the, the, fact that the fortress destroyer. The fortress is protected by a barrier, and Aqua has power to destroy barriers. So Kazuma was like, "You can do this. Like, you can do it." So they go to take on. It's when uh, it's at this moment where darkness takes it upon herself to go stand out the front on her own as the the hero she is, and she tells Kazuma that. She's not just a masochist. She is actually a knight. And she has sworn an oath to protect the town. So, she, you know, regardless of if she likes it or not, she's going to protect the town. But then he flips it on his head, uh, on her head as well, doesn't she? She's like, I, I, I am noble as well as a masochist. And he's like, no, the reason you're standing here is because you're a masochist. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, no, no, it's not. It's totally not that reason. It's stuff and things. Stuff and things. Stuff and things. She also tells Kazuma. important reason. She tells Kazuma that her true name. Now, I thought it was Duchess. It's not. It's not Duchess. It's Dustiness Ford Lalatina. What? I thought it was Lalatina. Lalatina. Oh, okay. Dustiness. Yeah, yes. it's not Duchess. A dried up river. It's literally Dustiness Ford Lalatina. And Why? Uh, she's the daughter of like a noble family. What a random name. Yes. There must be a reason Lalatina. for that name. I prefer darkness. Yeah, so do I. Eventually, the fortress turns up and Aqua uses her barrier breaking spell to destroy the barrier on it. And then Megamine and Wiz use explosive magic to destroy the fortress. And take it down. Just reminds me of the goddamn spider from Wild Wild West. Yes. When yeah, I saw it, much. I was like... 100%. 100% that is the spider from Wild Wild West. I, I saw that and yeah. I was like... Wiki Wiki Wild. It's definitely that. What a good movie, by the way, Wild Wild West was. Oh, it's brilliant. 
Absolutely good fun movie, though. I love it when they got the collars on. Yeah, and the things chasing them. Yeah, the metal blades to chop their heads off. (laughs) Unfortunately for the group, though, a self-destruct sequence then is initiated. So they head inside to find a way to stop the destroyer from exploding. Kazuma manages to find the guy who created it, or what was left of him, the skeleton that there was, and his diary, where he speaks about how he created the fortress by accident and then realized that it went out of control and then realized that he had no way of turning it off and then realized that he'd put no way of him actually leaving it so he's like i guess i'm just going to live up here and die up here then because there's no way of me stopping it or leaving this is a fortress that's been roaming around then for hundreds of years nobody's fucking stopped nobody's stopped it no it's just uh, just been sort of going around destroying nature Nature, that's nature, nature, that is. That's nature. Do we just pack up the towns? And Capital's been and... destroyed. Uh, that's nature. <laughs> <laughs> been destroyed they by the fortress. They also find the power source of it, and Kazuma convinces Wiz to teleport it elsewhere. Did I hear as well when they were talking about this fortress? They were like, "Kids really like it for some reason. It's a walking fortress." Yeah, because it's like a bedtime story. How's moving castle? Yeah. I heard that little bit she, and I was um, like, hmm. <laughs> This is the moment when Wiz goes up to Kazuma and is like, I need power to teleport it. And he's like, you can take it from me. And she's like, please, Kazuma, let me suck it out of you. And he immediately goes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I, I need to suck, I need to yes. suck it out. Absolutely. And then he goes, and then she goes, it looks like she's about to kiss him. And he's like, mum, dad, I was a useless virgin, but not no more. And then she just drains him with her hands, not lips. <laughs> just disappointing yeah. she then teleports it Cop somewhere uh, he tells her don't worry where it goes I have high luck so I'm sure it'll be fine and I'll take responsibility then the fortress overheats and is going to explode anyway so is this when darkness runs into the fucking yes. thing for yeah. no reason whatsoever no that's when the self-destruct is actually oh yeah and she's like yeah that'll do and it and then they go out and she's standing on it and she's like it's not over yet I can sense a monster Oh, I do love when they destroy it, and he's like, you're about to trigger an event if you keep talking like this, guys. They use the new spell that Kazuma has learned to transfer magic from Aqua into Megamine so that she can then use a powered-up version of Explosion to destroy what's left of the fortress. Peace returns to the town, and then suddenly knights from the capital turn up and Kazuma's like, they're here to obviously reward me and congratulate me. And my, my true life as an adventurer is going to begin from today. Turns out that he's under arrest because he had the device teleported to a nobleman's mansion and it blew up the nobleman's mansion. Did and it kill the nobleman? Uh, they don't mention. And that was the end of it. There is an OVA. It's oh, it's great. God, no, the it's the OVA the is based around a um, choker that Kazuma finds inside a wizard's shop, and he, he reads the instruction on it, and it says that whoever wears this collar can make wishes. Well, they're all arguing at the time, by the way. They're yeah, all... nobody's paying attention to him. Uh, we also meet a new character who is another Crimson Demon girl uh, from the same village as Megamine, and he's her rival. She's a shit rival, but she's her rival. You always challenge me, and I do not care. And he puts the choker on, only to find out from Wiz that if the wish is not fulfilled on the choker, when the wish that you make when you first put it on in your head, 
every day that you don't fulfill that wish, the choker tightens and tightens until it kills you. So it doesn't grant wishes. It just forces you to... Wiz says that what this is really used for is if you want to lose some weight, you put it on and you make the wish, I want to lose three pounds, and then you have to lose those three pounds. Or die. Or die. So it's like a, a device to help people... Weight loss. Do stuff. It's a weight loss device. Well, it's just a device where it's like basically you have to grant your own wish or you die. It's not a wishing collar. No, you have to grant your own wish. It's Mr. Motivator strangling you. Yes, it is. Just standing there in his spandex. Google him, our American audience. Just cracking his knuckles. So the just whole walks, episode walks in after you know one day, two days. The, gr- the group, <laughs> just, oh the God. group decide that they're going to help Kazuma before he dies, and, and they're like, "What did you wish for?" And he goes, "I have no idea." So I guess we're just going to have to go through some of my wishes in order to see if this collar will pop off. And he makes them do lewd things, sordid mm-hmm. things, mm-hmm. sordid. Why? Things. Why Naked, does it? Why um, does it rock, get paper scissors? Why does it get dark? It's just to do lots of press-ups and sit-ups and Because he watches her boobs bounce up and down off the floor. Yep. He makes her do squats and stuff in front of him. and, and <laughs> We've all been there. No, and we he, haven't. He makes We've Megamine all been and the there. other girl play strip rock, paper, scissors. And every time Aqua <laughs> turns around and goes... What are you going to get me to do with what lewdness? What lewd act are you going to make me do? And he's like, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Go get me a sandwich, basically, isn't it? <laughs> and it all ends with... Day four comes around, the day where it's so tight that it's going to kill him. And he turns around to the group and he goes, this is it, everybody. And and they all embrace him and they all say goodbye. And it brings them all together. Wait for and it. And then he stands up to him <laughs> and he goes, guys, before I die, there's one thing I need to tell each of you. And he says, and he says, Wiz and the, new, the other new girl. He goes, all I do when you talk to me is look at your boobies constantly. And that's that's all I think. Boobies. It's like darkness, boobies. That's all I think <laughs> when I look at you is boobies. You may be a great knight and great templar, but all I hear is boobies. Megamine, whenever I carried you, whenever the destruction spell went off, all I could think about were your tiny boobies against my back. And trying to move and trying you. And to move you up to a higher position so I could feel them better. And Aqua. Oh, that's my favourite. Oh, I tried, one. Aqua. I tried so hard for you to make me horny. But it just never worked. <laughs> I could never get horny with you. That was my favourite bit. <laughs> and Aqua runs over to him and goes, please, Kazuma, try harder. <laughs> and then she shakes him so hard the collar falls off. <laughs> Honestly, it was one of my favourite bits because of the fact that... There's a scene of him sniffing her hair in the bar. And then just shaking his head. Trying to get horny. And he's like, no, it's just not doing it for me. <laughs> It's just not doing it. <laughs> and then uh, the, the group turn on him because of the words that he's just said. And uh, the it ends up with him back in the afterlife because they've killed him. <laughs> <laughs> they left the collar on him again. They put it back on him. And uh, that that's the end. It's a funny OVA. It's a funny OVA. It was a good it. OVA. It's it a wasn't... funny one. It's not your shitty beach scenes or something mm. like that. It, it act genuinely had personality in it. Yeah, and it brings something to it as well. Cause... And genuinely, remem- remembering from season two and especially the movie, Kazuma's personality does come out more and more and, and just how funny he actually is. Um, so there is more to come from it. 
I d- can say that. I did enjoy the fact that this was very adult. I, the OVA yeah, I, was more adult than... There was proper swearing in it. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. But not just for the sake of swearing. It was genuinely funny. The like, comedy cut on him. swearing was my yeah. favourite. Like at the end of fucking the tiniest scene, and it cut off yeah. just at the right time. I'm like, oh, yeah. you absolute fuck! <laughs> I also like when Ak was moaning. He's like, "Get off me, bitch!" <laughs> like, there's just this blunt comedic swearing in it that you don't get in other ones. Like, yeah, like, and you don't have that whole thing between like your protagonist and the first person he met. And it's not a harem. Yeah, it's not a harem. They're mm. not love interests. They are just a party of fucking weirdos. Misfits. They are a party of weirdos. Yeah. And he is he is this fucking pervert as well. He is a pervert. And he knows he is. And the, it's funny. The Doolahan. Going back to the Doolahan. Doolahan. Definitely reminded me of what Grayson would be like. Bowling his own head down the wrong <laughs> thing. Just get a peek up the old skirt. <laughs> it's got to be done. It's got to be done. So, I mean, what do we think of season one of Konosuba? I really liked it. I actually, yeah. honestly, out of all of the things, I get that it's very similar at the start to a lot of things that we've watched before. It's similar the it whole way ha- through. It does have odd episodes that really stand out, and you're like, "This is this is a this is good. This is what the show is." Two two episodes that stand out. I like the succubus one. I like yeah the succubus I, one. I like the snow one only because of that scene in the afterlife, though, yeah. where like he he shows a little bit of a different side to him. Which we needed. I like the whole Doolahan thing. I love the Doolahan thing. The concept it was... around it was funny. Around the Doolahan, that definitely was funny. the comedy yeah. from, from the episodes of, well, episode five when he puts the curse on them and they're just like, nah, don't worry the about it. The comedy is funny. Like it's what funny. they actually, the jokes they actually try and make and tell, work. And the adult jokes as well. Yes, they translate and work. It's one that really translated well. Like a lot of comedies. Anime comedies. Don't the, the make translation. Pro- don't make you laugh. Don't doesn't always work. But in this one, it did. Yeah, in this one, you funny kind of have a little funny. giggle and go, "That's kind of funny." Yeah, like I, d- I didn't laugh out loud at anything, no. but yeah, you kind of just go, <laughs> "Yeah," and that's about it. But not many shows actually not, have that not, impact. On definitely you, you know not. I mean? Like, it's very difficult to find a show that will proper make you laugh, laugh, yeah. or even just audibly make a sound. Yeah, like you can because. Genuinely, you can watch a show that tries to make humour and you go, yeah, it's a funny show. But you haven't actually shown that. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas at least this one did make you go, huh, for just for a second. And it was always like the adult laughs. It was all that, the I things that... I think that's that what like, made it better and stand They needed the it. Yeah. They had, it. Otherwise, this falls into the void yes. of just another fucking Izakai. I'm not interested And it in is it. just another Izakai. The story and everything else is just another Izakai that's been done a thousand times, but that adult level of humour makes it yeah. what it is. Brings it yeah. up. Yeah, yeah no, it, it, does, it does bring it up just that bit more. It's the only thing that stands out about the show is the adult humour. The rest yeah. of it is carbon copied I don't from mind the characters. ten other shows. I don't mind the characters. Well, yeah, but they're, they're carbon copies from, you know, ten other shows. You could point out our main character is, you know, the Demon Lord from Man of the Summon, a Demon Lord, and, you know, the goddess from fucking... Uh, yeah, no, I could, I could take the a character in and this. go, that I've seen that character yes, in another somewhere show. else. That ca- I can yeah. do that, yeah. Their but the humor in... Nah, it does. It no, absolutely they're, they're, does. They are different. It's the, fir- totally the, main the only thing I'm happy about is they didn't harem it. 
Yeah. And they actually made it a party of misfits who just fucking bumble their way through. <laughs> Not even bumble. They joke their way through. Yeah. Like, like and, the fight and, against the Doolahan is just... And that's living... better because they could have just gone down the harem route and yeah. gone, they all, they all start fancying him and blah, blah, blah. And then, then it really would have been a carbon copy. But they don't do that. And I, from future preference, I believe season two in the movie, they still don't do that. It is the relationships sort of stay as close friends, and that's it. I'm glad of that, though. Yeah. Because it brings it its own individuality, rather than being, like we said, just another bog standard Isekai. Isekai Harim, yeah. Also, I found out what Isekai actually means. Transferred and like, to another world. Yeah, but like the first ever Isekai was an actual bloody truck. Which was filled with magical items. That's what it meant. Transported to another world physically by a freaking truck. I couldn't believe it the other day. That's, I saw it. That, is that not why most Izakai start with somebody being hit by a truck? Yes, it is. It's yeah. the exact reason why they get hit by a truck. Because that truck is a magical truck. There you go. That just roams around yes. the world. <laughs> yes. Taking that truck out. needs its yes. own show. <laughs> It genuinely did, it though. Truck. It used to have its own show that it used to uh, roam yeah, around. It, need, it needs the guest stars. I'm sorry. It needs the guest stars. fucking hit me. Yeah. Please. <laughs> in Japan. No that's kidding. the only problem. God damn it. It's only in Japan. Uh, do we want to rate this show? Well, yes. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. No, I don't think we will rate no, this show. Do you know Actually, what? On yeah, that note. No, <laughs> no, go for it. I'm going to go for a 6.5. Uh, it was good, but it wasn't standout amazing. I enjoyed it, and it, it gave me funnies and laughs yeah. and that, but it's not one of the top tier. Definitely not top tier. Okay. This is, it's a six. It's unoriginal. It's, a plot is actually really boring, but the humour in it is why you watch this show. You don't give a fuck about the story. I think that is the strongest point of the, the show. It's the only it's the, strong it, point of the show. Everything else from the animation to the characters to even the music is unoriginal. Oh, enjoyable, standard. don't get me wrong, enjoyable but unoriginal. Mm -hmm. But the humour in it works. Yes. And it works fucking well. Uh, I, I'm with you with the 6.5 as well. Like, it, as you said, it's not top tier. It's never going to be... I don't think any... Light-hearted Izakai in any way would be top tier. Let's be honest. The only Izakai we've ever really rated highly was Grimgar Fantasy and Ash, and that's because it doesn't do stick to thing. the normal tropes. It really doesn't stick to the normal tropes, does it? It was be just honest. beautiful. It, you, it, it you was know, just beautiful to look at. The art style and the storyline was gripping. Yeah, and that's why we stuck around. And the feels mm -hmm. was gripping. We rated Sword Art pretty good. But Sword Art's Sword Art got a problem of, nostalgic, you know... That's why. Yeah. And it, it, Sword Art Season 1's half good. But it's got a huge problem of uh, if you live too long, you become the enemy. Yeah. And it's there because the movie was fucking dog shite. There's too many. Season yeah. 2 was all, fucking all you dog say, shite. Obviously Gun Gale is... was probably the worst show I've yeah. seen yeah. Like, yeah. of the year. I didn't fucking like the movie either. Dre really, oh, dreadful. Ordinal scale. Yeah, dreadful. But... As an Izakai in a saturated market, this stands slightly above your average. Because of its comedy. Yes. Yeah. Because it's, it's the only reason. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, this fades into the void. Yeah. So, Konosuba gets the Summoning Boys 6.3 out of 10. And on that note, it's time for us to chuff off. All you summoners can join us next time where we have another ramble. 
If you've got any questions or queries or just want to see what we're up to, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook at How Not To Summon or join our Discord at How Not To Summon A Podcast or go to our website at HowNotToSummon.com where you can find all our links. I've been Shini Senpai. I've been Jim. I've been Grayson. See you later. See ya. Ta-ra. And if you've got any questions for us, send them in. Send us messages. Talk to us. <laughs> Please. Please. Jim's lonely. Milk me. <laughs> We're stuck in this room. Milk me. We stay here until next week. We stay. <laughs> we live here, guys. <laughs> it smells terrible. I need to start paying fucking rent then, let me tell you. <laughs> it's a good soup. Feed us. Feed us.